Moving Iron Podcast after the bell with Chip Nellinger. Chip, looks like the board was just all over the place today. Uh, that is an understatement. It was, uh, I don't know a polite way to put this. It was just a, a massive puke fest. Uh, how's that for a technical term? <laughs> I like uh, it. Double whammy, right? We, yeah. we had uh, plenty of rain in the forecast. There's rain on the radar. Iowa's getting rain this morning. That really wasn't what did us in, though. That wouldn't have helped. We probably would have been a little bit lower just because it's mid-June and, and it's raining in the Corn Belt. But uh, we have news here overnight that um, they're preparing a list of another $200 billion of tariffs uh, for Chinese goods. That really spooked the market. Like, hey, it's it went from fixed three weeks ago to bad to way worse and um just a massive run for the exits it actually affected a lot of the financial markets as well uh the dollar uh interest rates uh the stock market got hit hard today so it was just really a violent move lower for a period of time there uh by 9 30 10 o'clock this morning it really felt like uh, we may be on our way to limit down, especially in beans. We were at one point uh, 60 cents lower, 60 plus cents lower, 63, 64 cents lower. Corn was down 14, 15 cents. Uh, wheat was down 20 plus cents. Uh, we did pair those gains late in the day. So probably what you saw was a lot of just the last longs lost enough money. They said, get me out. Um, but you were probably met with a lot of commercial buying, possibly even some buying um, by China. So, I mean, it is just amazing that, you know, essentially um, three weeks ago, three and a half weeks ago, uh, beans were a dollar and 40 cents higher than where they were at at the lows today. So it is an amazing move. It was almost a 20 percent drop in beans in a little over two weeks time. Uh, and so it just goes to show you the importance of this China Alert deal. System, you There's no over. resolution. Low battery. There's still lots of questions The the bright spot is we did close way off the lows, still closed about two and a half lower in corn. Uh, however, that was, uh, what we have, uh, 30, 15 off the lows. We closed about 19 to 20 lower in beans. However, that was 40, almost 45 cents off of the day's lows. Closed 10 to 10, about 12 lower in Chicago wheat, uh, about 16 lower uh, in Kansas City wheat. Both those markets were about 13, 12 to, 12 to 13 cents off the lows. I don't know where it goes. The, the forecast, there's rain falling. I can hear it thundering outside right now. We're getting good rain across the Iowa, Illinois. It's moving into Indiana. That's bearish in itself, but uh, this trade and political issue really is weighing on the market. Sounds like a broken record. Uh, hogs got beat up. Cotton almost limit down. The only thing to buck the trend uh, were cattle 
and they closed strong considering everything else uh, up a buck 27 in the August, um, almost $3 off the lows. So at one point we were, you know, working on two bucks plus lower on the day in cattle. But the fundamentals in the short run are just too strong right now. The Packers need cattle. They're going to buy them. They're probably going to pay better money this week. And that's driving cattle in the short run. But, you know, I guess uh, I guess uh, tighten your seatbelt. If you could just get an announcement of, hey, we're going to we're going to withhold on this last two hundred billion dollars of tariffs and we're going to have another couple round of talks and negotiations. Beans probably rallied 50 cents just off that news alone. Um, so it is a major, major deal. Who knows where it ends? Who's, who knows how much more it will escalate? Uh, I guess uh, every day is going to be uh, an exercise in holding our breath and figuring out what the next uh, item of news is that's going to affect these markets. Well, what fun would that be? I mean, if you just played it safe i mean yeah that's right i mean that's right it's you know it's sickening it's a sickening feeling here's the thing psychologically you know i've been in this game for a long time and and it really does not matter when you see a dollar and 40 cent drop in 15 trading sessions in beans you never feel like you have enough soul i mean we advised um, a fairly aggressive stance on making sales in beans north of ten dollars but you never feel like you have enough sold. You wish you would have sold three years worth, you know? Right. And, and likewise, on the rally to $12, if it gets hot and dry in, in July and August, you wish you wouldn't have a bushel sold. So you always have to relate it back to your plan and the bottom line. And, and you know, you're, you're in farming. It's a business. to make a profit. And you got to focus on that. But, uh, you know, I guess in the silver lining, with the volatility, you have opportunities to maneuver. So great, great opportunity in here. If you've made sales north of 10 bucks, um, buy some costs, spend 25 cents on some calls just in case they get this figured out. And just in case it stays hot and dry in July and August, you know, we could be blowing right back through the highs and on the way to 11 or $12. If you get the right, uh, the wrong weather pattern set up and some agreement on a resolution on China U.S. trade, so this thing's not over by a long shot. Uh, the volatility is, uh, I think, just getting started, but it's it's uh, it's a vicious ride. I mean, keep your keep your seatbelt buckled and your your hands in the vehicle at all times. I guess. So, so if I understand you correctly, and I think I do, don't play your emotions. Play your plan. Is that what you're saying? It is as hard as that is to do. I mean, it, a day like this, you walk in here, you see being sixty five lower. It's like it's hard to keep your emotions out of it. Right. Um, and that's an oxymoron, right? I mean, the real way is feel the emotions, acknowledge them, say, man, I feel like, say to yourself, even if you have to look in the mirror, I feel like throwing up in my garbage can. And maybe I even really did just throw up in my garbage can a little bit. Get the emotions out and then go back to what's my plan? What do I need to do? And, and it makes it a lot easier. We talked about this yesterday offline. And we we're, you know, you talked about how the soybeans had to eat in front of them for just a little bit uh, yesterday. And some of that drive has got to come from the fact that they got so low that there was some commercial buying. And that kind of drove that, that soybean uh, and, you know, commodity price back up to the top or drive it, drove it back up anyway. 
what do you think about that? Do you think there's going to be some of that, that even though that China's got this, this whole tariff and this, that, and the other, I'm not saying it's going to be some rosy, you know, back in, you know, amazing thing, but end of the day, you know, soybean prices will go up because of the price of the ultimate end of the day price of soybeans. Yeah. There's, I mean, no question in my mind, you saw a lot of commercial pricing today. It, it could have even been China. Uh, they're very shrewd traders. Um, a lot of times they will cover, even if they're going to buy Argentine or, or Brazilian beans, you know, they're going to hedge themselves in our bean market, at futures market. So it's highly likely that China was in there buying uh, with both hands when we were 60 plus cents lower. Thinking, hey, this is a bargain. We we need beans. We're going to buy beans no matter where they are sourced from, and they're all going to be basically priced off of Chicago Mercantile Exchange bean futures prices, plus or minus the the freight and basis. So, they, and and any currency play, but they price it off of those our beans anyway. So, one hundred percent, that is what uh, eventually stems the the you know slows us down on the fall. And then causes to bounce. So, there, you know, corn as well. I mean, I, I think there just had to be a lot of commercial scale down uh, pricing. You know, if you're sitting there and you're an end user and, and you're in Mexico or Japan or Korea, um, you know, you got to use corn. Yeah, guess what? I mean, relative to two weeks ago, corn is um, 50 cents cheaper than it was. Why not take advantage of it? Because we got the whole growing seed. We don't we don't have a record crop in the bin yet, and I think everybody realizes that. And um, so, yeah, long answer to your question. Very definitely, uh, without question, saw a lot of commercial pricing um, on this setback today. That'll continue to be there on the on the on the setbacks. Usually, it's not aggressive. It, it helps stop us and bounce us, but then they don't just continue buying on the way up. So. We're going to need a spark, uh, whether that's an agreement or news that we're going to negotiate and at least talk with China, whether that's, uh, you know, a return to hot, dry weather, uh, demand, some spark to, to rally this thing. But at least it's a moral victory that uh, compared to 10, 11 o'clock this morning, I mean, we closed lower, but it was manageable at, at, at 1030 this morning. It felt and looked in, um, and, and, and for all intents and purposes, acted like the world was ending and that we were just going to drop another dollar. So we lived to fight another day, I guess. Well, if guys want to uh, talk to you about their plan and how to work that plan and not necessarily get so emotionally involved with what's happening, how would they do that? Well, the best way is just call us uh, at our office, 309-550-7213. Right. And if you're going to the Moving Iron Summit in Las Vegas this year, Chip Nellinger is going to be there, one of our speakers. So uh, look forward to that. And uh, till tomorrow, Chip, have a good night. All right. You do the same. Thanks, Casey. All right. Thanks, Chip. Moving iron in the 21st century. Through the years you'll find us here